and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to 2024. <sighs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, yay! Woo, 2024. Yay. New year, new year. Yeah. On New Year's Eve, it was one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I love a good date, good date yeah. fun. A little waltz in the new year. Waltz uh, out the old year. Yes. <laughs> uh, but today we decided that it was only appropriate to make our first episode of the year all about the best album to come out at the end of last year. Because yeah. we talked about how uh, late December releases just kind of get lost in the history because everyone's already wrapped up their years and like, then the new stuff happens and things get forgotten, but like we cannot let this release go forgotten. Yeah, especially because it came out like right after we recorded all of our end of the year episodes. Uh-huh. And so, but like as our episodes were still airing, mm-hmm. so it's like I'm listening to us like recap the year and then I'm also listening to this incredible album of bangers and I'm just like, furious that I couldn't talk about any of it so we had to dedicate this specific album to or this specific episode to celebrate not only this perfect album but also the 20th anniversary of our two of our favorite men yes so today we will be talking about TVXQ's 20th anniversary album entitled 20 and 2 and it was released on Christmas Because that is their anniversary day. Yes. If you've listened to our uh, TVXQ deep dive, you will know that they debuted at a special Christmas show with Boa and Britney Spears. Yes. Incredible stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And we definitely recommend that you listen to the two-part TVXQ deep dive because it's very extensive and good. Absolutely. But just for some context, if you're just listening to this episode, the quick rundown is that TVXQ started as a five-member boy group under SM and they debuted on Christmas in 2003. Um, And they were like an acapella, very vocal focused Mm -hmm. boy group. They were incredibly, incredibly popular, like a real staple of second gen K-pop popularity. People were crazy over TVXQ. But a couple of years into it, three of the members sued to get out of their contracts. It was a huge kerfuffle. They were blacklisted and remain to this day unable to perform on Korean television. Um, And they have been just two guys for about 13, 14 years at this point. Yeah. So they've been two much longer than they were ever five. But yeah. and they were two when we first encountered them and in our own K-pop fandoms, they were only two. Um, and they were still releasing music. And so like it was so easy to just fall for the two of them <laughs> and be like, yeah, this is all TVXQ needs to be. And then diving in for the deep dive and like going back and hearing all of their music is just like, oh, the harmonies. Yeah, the harmonies <laughs> of the five was the truly harmonies. something. It truly is. Like, I get why people went absolutely bananas for them. But the, the two members that we have still are You Know You Know, uh, mm-hmm. who is probably the most like passionate and dedicated k-pop idol that there has ever been yes so much so that it is an industry joke that like you don't want 
to get notes from you know because he'll keep you there for an hour like he does it to all the sm groups except for shiny yes you know um, time. <laughs> uh, yeah he practices more than anyone he takes his job very very seriously uh, his best friend is boa and even she said that she doesn't like to work with him because he drives her insane yes and then the other member is max changmin um, and he has one of the greatest vocals of anyone in all of K-pop history. I'll talk about it so many times today Unreal. because he's a beast. Unreal. He is also a husband and a father to like a one and a half year old son. Like yes. his son is already, oh, time is passing so quickly. I know. Um, and if start you toddling about, soon. I know. And if you watch uh, Return of Superman, uh, Changmin is the narrator these days. He does oh, not I appear. He does not appear with his child. He would never give us he would that. Never. But, never. <laughs> but Changmin so notoriously hates capitalism and idol culture. Yes, he is like the most. <laughs> grumpy idol of all he hates fan service he does it so begrudgingly every time he has to do like a touchy photo shoot with you know he's just like we're all slaves to capitalism like <laughs> i do this for the money and his attitude is very delightful I love <laughs> in that it is a huge black cloud <laughs> yes he's the best i love him so much um so there's your like quick intro to tvxq but again please listen to the two-part deep dive mm -hmm. so much information and also if you want to know why Changmin is so grumpy listen to our scary fans episode because he's yeah probably had some of the worst saucing encounters of anyone ever well tvxq <laughs> in general i think yeah. has had them because like you like you know is also featured in some of the worst of those scary fan encounters yes. as well and i feel like the way that TVXQ was just treated in general throughout the years is absolutely more than enough reason for Changmin to uh, be such a little butthead. Um, <laughs> so it's fine. He's earned it, I think. Absolutely. Um, but my other favorite thing about Changmin is that he has so many other, like, little SM dongsings that are obsessed with him, namely mm -hmm. Mino from mm -hmm. Shiny and Shuman from EXO. Yes. They're, like, his besties, and that's very cute to me. It is very cute. <laughs> um, all right. So we got to get into this release. And the There's reason. So much to say about it. So much to say. And the reason that it's extra exciting and deserved an entire episode is that the last time they released a Korean album, because quick aside, very, very popular in Japan, TV. Incredibly popular in Japan and have continued to release at the very least singles like once a year, if not maybe an EP or an album. I don't keep track of their Japanese discographies, so I don't know what their last like but they like these releases. But I know they put out often. like songs at least at the very least multiple singles. Yes, but it has been. Between their last Korean release and this one, it was 1,825 days. That's too many days. It's way too many days. It's too way days. too many days. <laughs> We've been waiting for this for so long. So yeah. it's so exciting and it's so great. And Five fucking so years. To say. Yeah. Five <laughs> goddamn years. Just like 2 p.m. Yes. With these old men making us wait. You don't have forever. 
But okay, so before we get into the album, I just have to talk about one thing that happened chronologically before the album came out. Sure. Which was that on December 20th, a set of teaser images was released <laughs> in which Changmin does not have a shirt on. <laughs> and he is so, so, so like beefy and ripped now. It is crazy. And yeah. it's Mino's fault because Absolutely. they go to this gym called Star Gym. And every morning when Mino posts his standard thumbs up in the gym picture that he posts every day, Changmin's thumb is also in the picture and he like tags him. But these pictures absolutely broke me because, yeah. I mean, Changmin was always the shirtless one. Like in concerts, he was like always like had a shirtless moment. True. And he, he has really slutty solo stages. Yes. But he hadn't like it had been it had been a minute and it surprised mm -hmm. me and it was <laughs> so shocking. And like all day after the images were released, all I kept thinking about was there's this vine from back in vine days where this British kid is like talking and then all of a sudden his friend just punches him in the face. And then he goes, <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. And like, that's all I kept thinking about all day. Like that's how I felt. It's just, I can't believe you've done this oh uh, it's so it's it's so funny that particular day when those were released will like live in my mind and heart forever because the only social media I use is tumblr and I have the I love all of the like cassies that I follow on there because there's like a very small community of them <laughs> and they're all lesbians okay, but they're yes. also all Changmin stands and then I have like my group chat with you and Jenna who are both married to men and also Changmin stands yes so like the day that those came out I have like on the one hand like you and Jenna being like how could you have done this this is so rude and then all my tumblr lesbians being how could you have done this we're all gay <laughs> <laughs> so he he made everybody mad that day yeah he really did <laughs> and was it you that described his belt as like a metal band logo yes he's wearing this insane belt face. That looks like a, like, it's the yeah. shape of, like, a metal band And it's logo. made of, like, shiny <laughs> vinyl or something. It looks insane. I just, like, I really get tickled thinking about, like, what he, his own internal monologue in taking those photos and wearing that outfit. Yeah. A slave to capitalism, but he does it well. Yeah. I can't remember if it was on Discord or somewhere else, but because the, also that day in our Discord, those pictures got posted in like four different channels. Like, <laughs> everybody was talking about it. And somebody commented like, congratulations to everyone, but especially to Changmin's wife. Like, yes. way to go. I was going to say like, he made everyone mad except for maybe his wife who printed that and put it in her wallet. <laughs> So that was what we like were that was our teaser. So we knew we were yeah. in for something with this knew album. We were in for it. In for it. So you know, completely covered up. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so let's just get into this album. We're going to go let's track by it. track and like Fantastic. talk about it and love it. So the first song that we have to speak about is entitled Down. <laughs> 
So we already kind of talked about this song because it did premiere on November 28th at the Mama Awards. They did like a pre-release stage of it and then released a music video a few days later. So we had this song and we talked about wanting to put it on year end list, but like the album wasn't out and you couldn't stream the song yet. So it like felt like it wasn't allowed. (laughs) Yes, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we can talk about it now. Yes. So there is a music video for this one and it's like kind of a box music video, but like the mm-hmm. box is like a, it feels spaceshipy. There's like a big circular tower and then like two huge circle windows and like a spooky mm-hmm. moon outside. So it kind of seems like they're in space or something. Yeah. Um, and they've got like black and white outfits and on the good category, I have, you know, little Kangol hat love it and then in the bad category there's a scene where Changmin is wearing sparkly like basketball shorts over some pants and they look very stupid yes yeah those (laughs) pants are bad I like couldn't tell if it was one piece of fat like one outfit or layered but either way I was like that looks weird Uh, (laughs) not loving that but the outfits have been much better in the stages of which they have done several, which is also mm-hmm. a blessing because you never I feel like you never know with groups this old whether or not they are going to promote on music shows or not. Because a yeah. lot of times releases like, you know, the girls generation 15th anniversary was just like we made the album and that was You're it. Welcome. They did nothing like, else. They didn't do yeah, anything yeah, yeah. else. Yeah, I wrote that at the bottom of our notes on other highlights that they've like actually gone on music shows so far, which is so fun. Um, okay. Other notes about Down. So one thing that I like noticed is that Changmin's voice is really like scratchy is the only way I can describe it in this one which like I like but also it makes me worry that maybe he was like worn out on recording day and had like a scratch because he usually has such like clear vocals but maybe it was a personal like a a purposeful choice I don't know but it's something so I thought I noticed that too like one of my notes about the song is like how scratchy his voice is because it's soft and high but like still has this texture to it and then in one of his music show stages he also sounded so scratchy that to the point where like watching the live performance I was like oh is he kind of sick but then in the b side of that stage show he didn't sound like that at all so So i think it's like a technique yeah he's like doing it on purpose and it's fucking great (laughs) it's so good um let's see what are my notes for this oh okay so the first note i have is that that very first really high like down Mm -hmm. i on first listen thought that was changmin it is you know go you know hit your high notes (laughs) i also in the second verse I know that it is love caught in a potion, but mm-hmm. I heard the cat in the potion. <laughs> and that is what I always hear. Great. So you're welcome. Now you can hear that too. <laughs> I also noticed that the Eve choreo fits perfectly to this chorus. <gasps> Ooh, the, fun. Like, down, down. <laughs> and then the little, like, say you want me because I'm down. Oh my God, it yes. Fits. It fits. So Someone well. make that. <laughs> it fits so well. Um, but in terms of the song itself, I like really do love it. I think like if this had been the title track of the album, it would have worked really well because it's sure. so 
so grand like the strings and the like backing are pretty simple but then it builds into this like crunchy crunchy crunchiness Mm -hmm. with that like (laughs) angelic little down that's so high up and nice and like oh the juxtaposition yeah is great it's really good the song like yeah it starts like so sultry mm-hmm. and groovy and just like really low but then it gets so dramatic and like it, it it's just so tvxq yeah it's incredible i it simply is. adore it yeah second verse you know so cunty <laughs> hips don't lie <laughs> like, the way he just like wiggle worms all over the stage is so good and then it goes straight and, or then he has his little like dance solo on the floor and then it goes into Changmin with like a partner dance like no manner hands on any of those women because he's a fucking father <laughs> so we don't have to pretend it was incredible just great great I love it. Great, great song. Really great that they gave it to us early so that we knew what we'd be in for. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Okay, next up is the actual title track, which is called Rebel. So they performed this one for the first time on Christmas at the SBS Gaio. Yes. Um, and the music video for this one is pretty crazy. And my interpretation yeah. of it is that like TVXQ are like super mutant experiments of some kind in like a mm-hmm. very brutal future world. And they like escape the lab that they live in. But there's also like a lot of allusions to like old paintings mm-hmm. and like footage of animals and stuff that like flashes that kind of implies that they're a part of some kind of long cyclical history. Mm-hmm. And the outfits are like a little catching fire, a little Star Wars, like leather and gloves and buckles yeah. and like so many buckles and chains and mini skirts and like net. hoods yeah um this song is a is an sm town dream team writing camp song because it was written by kenzie cassiopeia moonshine adrian mckinnon ludwig evers and jonathan gusmark who if you've listened to our other like sme episodes they've like written so many classic sm bangers because sm does this like writing camp once a year where all these people get together and just like write all the singles for the year Mm -hmm. (laughs) and this is clearly one of them and um it's amazing uh first note that i must note because it will make me laugh forever every (laughs) single time that i hear this song so this song samples carol of the bells Mm -hmm. or not samples it uh what's the word it interpolates uh carol of the bells and uh, our friend Jenna, the day that this came out, I like sent the music video in the chat and she was like, I watched the Gaio stage, but it had like a weird Christmas theme to it. So I need to watch the music video. And I said, oh, baby, no, that is the song. It is Christmas. Yes. <laughs> like that was not a special stage. It is. That Christmas. is. That is the song. <laughs> yes. 
that also tickles me as well because when that song came out again like the Changmin stands that I follow are like, okay, ladies, like, what do we think about, what do we think about Rebel? And I was like, well, it was a missed opportunity to sample Silent Night, personally, because that was uh, what that's they their debut that's, song. That's they, what did they did at acapella the Silent Night. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> it was a joke, but anyway, <laughs> my main conclusion was like, I mean, am I going to be bumping this souped-up Christmas Carol in July? And the answer is yes, yes, uh-huh. I will. I don't care. I don't care. Because this song is so, so great. Like the EDM dance break in the middle is so fucking much Mm -hmm. that I can't like, (laughs) I can't deny it. You know what I mean? And I honestly feel it's one of those things. It's like, it's like listening to shiny do hard or juice or even don't call me where I'm like, just cause it's you. Yeah. (laughs) Just cause it's you. I love this. Yeah. This gets me very hype and it's fantastic. But I think my favorite part about it, which I noticed after I had written all my notes, that you have this literal exact note. Love it. You know's growly chorus of the Break like the rules, the rules like that go rebel. Rebel. And then Changmin's little like whimpery lines. they want us dead (laughs) they want us dead it's so good yes it's so good and the way that it just fucking ends like yes the song just ends yeah it's just over drop the mic and leave (laughs) it just like leaves you like breathless you're like what the fuck just happened (laughs) yeah I love it. And there's really cool choreo moments in this that almost feel like a little bit of a callback to catch Definitely. me when they do the like bringing the energy and it goes da 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 like yeah, the, and they do that. The arms. dancers like ripple f- from out from the middle out from them and they have a song called Catch Me where they link arms and make like a arm monster and it feels kind of similar. <laughs> it does. It does. Um yeah, I agree. I agree. The choreo is really fun. I think that the like, it's funny because I feel like TVXQ has that kind of choreo where like, if you actually look at the moves that they're doing, they're kind of goofy. Like yes, the absolutely. dance break that they do is really silly. Um, and like, cause the dancers all like get down and then it's like just Changmin and Yuno and they do the little, like they kind of just like do almost like a little line dance. Mm-hmm. It's very goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have such a specific choreo style. Yeah. And I am i don't know if I wrote it later or not, but like it just kind of amazes me when I was watching because they did do a concert of this album like right after it came mm-hmm. out. And there's choreo to these so- like more choreo to these songs than I expected. And I just like I don't understand how they managed to remember 20 years worth of choreo that's like exactly the same like all the time. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know how they like can like how remember do they like which not one do the choreo to what? keep your head yeah. down instead or whatever like because it's all just like mash-ups. so much like elbows and like <laughs> it is a lot of elbows. It's true. Oh, TVXQ. All right, next up. Uh, next up is a song called Rodeo. Right, 
right, so Rodeo, what do we think about it? My first note is just like an interesting song note because I was listening to this with my good headphones on. And at the very beginning of the song, when this like very country, like, like riff is happening, the riff travels around your head counterclockwise, mm. but then the percussion is a clock ticking. So it's like Ooh. very like disorienting and cool. Um, it's really trippy and I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, my first note about this is that like, I think my end of the year lists made my feelings on this pretty clear. Yeah. But I fucking love a cowboy Western song and concept. Um, this one has like such a good bounce. There's like a gun cock at the beginning of the chorus. And then I wrote like, I didn't, <clears throat> I feel like I didn't notice that like circular motion of it, but I did feel like it sounds like a lasso like looping around and like roping you in and my note says I can literally feel the body rolls in this chorus (laughs) yes and I did find a concert fan cam where it's just they come they come out in cowboy hats and the Cassies go like absolutely feral they take the cowboys hats off before this like song even starts singing they throw them but they tried and the song does have a crazy amount of finger gun they're like finger guns and then they're like rolling with their finger guns yeah that's exactly (laughs) what I thought they would do I'm so glad TVXQ constantly lives up to my expectations right (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah this one's really fun I like it okay moving on to the next track which is entitled Jungle okay so just first note off the bat this song most of the songs on this album have like seven or eight writers so like i wrote them down but i didn't want to bore y'all by just like reading a list of names but one that i did need to point out is one of the writers on this song is someone who goes by Jay Bach and they wrote The Rizness. Which totally fits to me. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, ah, yes. Okay, I totally get it. Because my this, I one of my notes was like, this is the juice, this is the Rizness of this album because it is like the hype track of the mm-hmm. whole shebang. Like, you thought Down was hype. You thought rebel Mm -hmm. would get you going no (laughs) like jungle is so bananas it pun intended Mm -hmm. um it has (laughs) the wildest like samples another pun intended Mm -hmm. and like this crunchy filter it has these like shouting and then it even has uh like the um like birds tweeting Mm -hmm. in the background um like and some roars (laughs) yeah it has (laughs) roars it has so many different animal sounds in it and it was so it's so fun I love this song this is I feel like this is you know's favorite song off the album it gives me those kinds of vibes sure I feel like that's probably a good guess (laughs) uh I this is the one I would think like if you are an and citizen listening that's like you'll not, like this one yeah this is gonna be your intro to tvxq give jungle a try mm-hmm. um something funny that i just noticed and thought was funny is that the previous track rodeo the chorus says life is a rodeo and this song says that life is a, life jungle. Is a jungle so it's like life is difficult for tvxq but i never <laughs> crumble they can handle it it's okay they can't because they never crumble <laughs> 
Um, and just one thing I noticed, just for Google's sake, if you're like looking for this song on YouTube or whatever, they do have a Japanese song from 2018 called Jungle that sounds completely different. But, you know, just there are two jungles on the discography. Fair. As happens sometimes. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> I was also really pleased. I, I noticed that you included the Inky Gaio stage here. I was so happy that they did this as one of their B-sides. Because mm-hmm. I, I, they did Down as the like pre-release. And then like their first music show, they did Down as the B-side. But then the second one, they did Jungle. And I was like, fuck yes. Because I really, yeah. as soon as I heard it, I really wanted to see the performance. Yeah, so it's what a treat that we have it. Yeah, totally worth watching. All right, ready to move on, or do you have anything yes, else to say about Jungle? I have nothing else to say about Jungle. Okay. All right, the next song is called Life's a Dance. So it's a rodeo, a jungle, and a dance. Oh, yes, more life is um i love this song and there is a concert there are concert videos of it i did i thought it was interesting it's just a slight aside when i was looking at concert videos the amount of you know fan cams versus Versus fan cams is like nine to one yeah 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 it's wild I feel like it might be one of those things where the Cassies are dignified and they're not going to, you know, be like Chungmin out on account of him being all taken and fatherly now. But they're just going to silently be like, we like you know better now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, or they're all lesbians. Possibly. <laughs> but the point is that there are not very many Chungmin. No, there's focuses. not very many. Most of the most of the concert footage on YouTube is all specifically from this like one, you know, stand <laughs> great seat. Um and, and she worked hard. But um, the choreo to this is so cute. And they're like smiling so much and shaking their little booties, and it's like not your typical TVXQ choreo mm-hmm. because the song sounds so different. They like have to like groove and shake and wiggle and be cute. And Yuno's wearing this like glittery cowboy getup with this fringe black jacket and these like glitter bell bottom pants. Oh and he God, looks so adorable. Bell bottom pants. I love he looks so fucking cute. I love him. He's like, <laughs> I love he's just like uh I love everything he wears. I'm the, I, he's not like a stylish person, but damn it, I just love him. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, the first time I listened to this album, <clears throat> I feel like it's not as noticeable when you listen to it on a speaker because it fades out so much that unless you like really have it loud, the mm-hmm. space in between the two songs like is longer. But when I right. listen to it on my headphones, jungle fades out into these like little bird tweets. And then it's like one second. And then you hear, you know, like and it goes like burr, 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 or whatever to start life's a dance. And, you know, I thought said the jungle keep going. And then it, the songs, and I was like, excuse me? I thought it was like a fifth act of Jungle. Okay, yeah, and yeah, was yeah. like, what the fuck is happening right now? That's not what he says. He says a lot, like three words in Korean and then get going. Okay. Has nothing to do with Jungle. But 
regardless that the first time I heard this I almost like snapped my neck looking for my phone so I was so confused um but I literally cannot resist this beat like it is so infectious Mm -hmm. the little like shine too strong so cute (laughs) and just two notes on this like fan cam of you know number one those embroidered vests (laughs) that are on the ladies in the background are absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want that blue and white one. It's so pretty. And my second note is that one of the male dancers looked like Schumann to me for a second. And I wouldn't put it past him to just Mm -hmm. volunteer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what else is he doing? Nothing. He's got time. Yeah. My like main note on this song, and I really want to clarify very strongly that this is not an insult. It is not an insult. I know there are people who would take it that way, but I don't think it is that way. But this song sounds like a song that would have been and might have been pitched to Super Junior. Mm-hmm. It like has that SM yeah. cheesy super vibe clap. that I love. Super clap. Shine too strong. Yeah. It just like, I don't know. It's a it's a specific type of song. It is. And I just love that your note says repeatedly, not an insult, not an insult, not an insult. Well, like all the TikTok teens have decided that Super Junior is enemy number one of K-pop and they like don't know anything about them other than they're supposed to hate them. So like I'm just putting it out there. Sure, sure, sure. I don't agree (laughs) (laughs) all right then we have two wonderful solo tracks the first one is fix it which is you know solo and it features a rapper named din din Uh, Dindin did have a hand in writing this song. I'm sure he wrote his own rap would be mm-hmm. my assumption. And Dindin is a rapper who was on Show Me the Money season two. Oh, but okay. I think I think that he is more well known for just being on TV all the time. Like he is a variety show staple. I know him best from the Netflix show that came out last year, Zombieverse, which was super fun. Mm. And he was really great on that. And I also think like when I see pictures of him sometimes that he looks so similar to Henry from Super Junior. That like Oh, okay. I confuse I can see like, that. I can see that. Only sometimes, but in some pictures, I'm like, that's a picture of Henry. But like, no. It's Dindin. <laughs> um, but there's just some context for you. Um, but man, what a groovy banger this song is. That bass line. Ooh. You know, said, I heard you love champagne and loco. <laughs> Wouldst thou enjoy another disco inspired booty shaker? And I said, yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> so this one's just for me. Yeah. Um, exactly what I want and expect from a you know solo. Um, and he delivers. That's why he's my man. <laughs> yeah this one is just so fun it's just I, so fun like there's nothing else no to notes. say except that it's just so fun yeah it's great so let's go to chan min solo which is called take my breath away So this song is gorgeous and an incredible mm. showcase of Changmin's incredible voice. 
Um, and I, uh, just a spe specificity that I enjoy is there's like an organ in the verses and then there are like gospel backup singers in the outro of the chorus. And I just feel like it really ups the drama factor that Changmin's voice already brings to the song. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because he has this. They also use like a they kind of make him echo throughout mm -hmm. it. So then bringing in the gospel choir like fills out kind of the room. Oh, it's so good. It makes it truly like heavenly when you're listening to it. Um, but I also felt like this was such a. This was it has like an element of nostalgia. Like if you told me that this song was like from the 90s, I wouldn't be that surprised Sure, because there's something about the little like do 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 like the little like looping mm -hmm. riff in it that is almost a police song or something like oh, that, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. quite. So it like kind of reminds me of one of those like every step you every take step kind you take. of songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's so it's so it like feels familiar and warm while being new. Yeah, it's just like beautiful. It. It's gorgeous. so beautiful and good. Gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of beautiful, <gasps> the next song in the album is called Promise. So this is like the fan song for the album and Changmin wrote the lyrics. So that's very nice. Probably thinking about his wife and son. That's what I think about when I listen to this song. <laughs> but it's supposed to be about the Cassies. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I this song is so great. I love it because it's just like it's a it's an a lovely like fan song ballad. Mm -hmm. Like it's got all the elements, but I also like it just because, you know like 20 years into TVXQ like this is a very very modern take like it has the like kind of trap beat and the piano loop and mm -hmm. like a lot of the production in it is like a very very modern style yes. yeah, yeah, um, yeah so for that I like it for that to be like yeah TVXQ you're still hip and cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I love this song it's definitely one of my favorites off that album which is not usually true when an album includes a fan song because they can tend to be like a little cheesy but like as soon as the little plinky like intro starts I get emotional like, <laughs> literally instantly I think the call and response chorus is so good and I love that the I love all the uses of vocals as instruments in the background like mm -hmm. not only just the like kind of obvious like ooh ooh or whatever yeah but then there's also this like kind of like ooh, like that like bounces back in the background as they sing like this little like ah and it's so nice it's just like so uh, it's so simple but so pretty and then anytime a song features an acapella like cut mm -hmm. fantastic just yeah chef's kiss <laughs> beautiful <laughs> agreed Agreed. All right. Next up, we have a very special track, which was something that we wondered aloud mm -hmm. when the album wasn't out yet, if there would be things like this. So yeah, the next track. Yeah, because it's the 20th anniversary, yes. you know, celebration. 
So the next track is The Way You Are Unplugged Version. So this song was originally re- released on TVXQ's first full album, Triangle, in 2004. And this was written by Kenzie way back then. So this is a Kenzie track. But just before we talk more, I need y'all to hear the original song so yeah. you can understand just how different this version is. 100%. So here's the original, The Way You Are. Okay, so as you can hear, this version is completely different, but I do think it's really interesting that the choice of using that like flamenco guitar and the like twinkly like, you know, like chimes chimes Mm -hmm. is also so 2004 K-pop like Boa had an album this year that sounded exactly like this Mm -hmm. song. Like, so it still feels 20 years old, but it is a new updated version. And I just like love that as a choice. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. And like it does, it still feels dated. um, But it also like this version of it makes me almost completely forget what the original version sounds like (laughs) because it works so well. Um, Yeah, I really and I love the original one. And so like this one is just such a beautiful gift. Like it's Mm -hmm. so, so fun. And I totally wouldn't be opposed to them doing that to more of their songs. Yes. Like just putting out some different, like if they did an entire, for their 25th anniversary, <laughs> just do all covers, like all reimaginings of previously, like take every single title track and like redo it. <laughs> yes. I would love that. Because I like, it's always been a bit of a bummer uh, because as we've discussed many times, like five member TVXQ is erased from the SM timeline yeah. and like, it's not really you can still like listen to the songs on Spotify, but mm-hmm. like they don't like to acknowledge it. So like if you play Superstar SM like I do, the TVXQ catalog kind of starts in 2011. And then the only versions of older songs are live concert two member versions yeah. of those songs. So like I think it would be great if they did more two member re-records of some of the old bangers just so I could play them on Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, no, I I think they should do that more too because they do have two member versions of all of those because they'll like perform them in their own concerts and stuff. So we know that the rearrangements exist. Yes. We just cannot own them. So I would like that. I'm a possessive kind of fan. Yes. And I want it in my hands. Please. Totally. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So that takes us to the last track on the album, which is called Starlight. I mean, this is just classic SM and the concert ballad. Like, mm-hmm. this is a, like this exact yeah. song could have been on a 2008 Shiny album or a, like a NCT album from last year. Like, this yeah. is just 
this is the end of concert ballad. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, perfect. Totally. <laughs> Any of the EXO albums, just plop yes, this one on. We is. got it. We're done. Get in those carts right around. <laughs> like it's time to wave goodbye. Um, yeah, this song is, I mean, I love that this one is just the piano. Like that. Mm-hmm. there's nothing else to it. And it's not even that, like it's not a super soaring or grand ballad either it's like pretty soft and gentle um it kind of has a christmas carol vibe to it Mm. if you like you know listen to it and like picture set yourself in like a snowy cabin totally fits um but i think that because it's just the piano and it's really like they're they don't go like obviously they sound amazing and they have great like harmonies and ad-libs but they're not like super over performing the song yeah it can just really like it's gentle and it's nice ju- and you can just like savor the color of their voices because they I think they both have like really unique absolutely t- character to their voices so just being able to like listen to it so beautiful over the piano it's just really nice I feel like we don't get to do that a lot because TVXQ they do have like really highly produced songs with a bunch of different layers and they're like, you know, showing off cause Changmin is insane. And like to have something that just like boils it down and lets you mm-hmm. appreciate, like here's just kind of their stripped down vocals. Gorgeous. Stunning. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so that is the album 20 and two. Listen to it. Get into it. Uh, Put it on repeat. Do- we do have a few more like comeback things to speak on. And the first and probably most important thing that we must talk about is the greatest Killing Voice episode ever filmed. Ever filmed. Oh my god. Okay, so this is 33 minutes of absolute perfection. It could have been an hour, but I'll take the 33 minutes. Um, 100%. It's so good. I Before we get into specifics of it, I just have to say this, and this is mostly just for our friend Jenna, but anyone else can listen to. Uh, but she wanted everybody to know. else plug your ears and no, mute no, no. this for the next 10 seconds <laughs> but she wanted to know what I thought of this I was gonna ask you as well because, because we talked yeah go ahead yeah I have very strong feelings about killing voice like as a channel like I love the idea of it I think mm-hmm. it's really cool a lot of the episodes are very good however like, as is standard in all K-pop performance these days, they edit the fuck out of these vocals. Like, mm-hmm. they pitch correct them, they auto-tune, they, like, mess with it a lot. And in episodes where, like, maybe a group has a few singers that are not <clears throat> as strong as the others, it's yeah. really, really noticeable to me that they have corrected shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I but just it kind feels of... so antithetical to the whole point of it that it's like, yes. it's just infuriating. Like how dare, don't lie to me. 
Yes, I don't want to be lied to. Yeah. Um, and it just like, and uh, like pitch correction software, like just really, really bothers me in general because it just like takes away the character of people's voices. Like mm-hmm. to explain it very technically, when like you are singing a song, like you might be singing the note, but then there are like, Um, Between that note and the next one, there are what are called semitones. And if you're digitally on a computer, there can be like a hundred semitones between the C and the D. But the resonance of your own voice Mm -hmm. might take up like three or four of those semitones, which is what like gives your voice character. Yeah. And when you put it through a computer and set it to absolute zero... It just like sucks all the fun Mm -hmm. out of it and like makes it this like super perfect version of the vocals, which I guess is nice, but it bothers me because I want to hear people sing for real. Especially with a group (laughs) like TVXQ who have A, been singing for so long that they don't need the help to sound good live and B, have such unique voices. I don't want to hear anything other than Yuno's reverb or Chang means like twang like they have a very distinct sound when they sing and I want to hear it so I will say that for this one and it might just be a testament to how fucking great incredibly good they are and how (laughs) well practiced they are and like the craft that is Changmin's singing style like I don't hear it Mm -hmm. I know that they must have messed with this a little bit because they do but like it is not in a way that is noticeable to me. And that's mm-hmm. kind of all I want. Because especially totally. when someone's wrong, like if the note is off and has been fixed, ooh, I hate it. Like, I oh, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me because yeah. it's really obvious sound. And this video in all 33 minutes of it, I like never caught a correction sound. It's not definitely once. like... They use crazy microphones and it's compressed and it's reverbed and they've like messed with it. But like mm-hmm. this one And they one have a backing feels, track. Like you can hear yes, it. Mm-hmm. But this one feels like more pure to me than others. Mm-hmm. I think the Crush one is also feels really pure because like Crush is a beast. Like I think when people are killer singers, then mm-hmm. this show works. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but that's then, just then my you, little. You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to bring it up. We're not talking about the show in general. Yeah. <laughs> But that's just, so yeah. there's my little Jenna, if you wanted to know, that's what I thought of the TVXQ one. It did not feel so overprocessed that it annoyed me. That's all, yeah. that was my whole, that's all I wanted to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not as sensitive to that, but I also felt like this was just jaw dropping perfection like my I my notes that I wrote this right after I watched it and I it just says stunning spectacular show-stopping literally untouchable and unbelievable my hands are actually shaking as I write this I laughed I cried I shook my ass infinity out of 10 I will watch this forever <laughs> it's so great like I just I Changmin is so incredible to me like just like the power that his voice has but the control that he has over it that's absolutely stunning it's like insane his range is crazy his belting his head voice his falsetto he can nail all of it and the way that he can so 
beautifully seamlessly transition between all of them like it isn't even hard his mm-hmm. runs are unbelievable like he is a singer 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 yeah that and all idols like, should strive to be like a hundred percent a hundred percent i always think about that performance uh which god must have been like five years ago now because i think they were doing like chance of love on it and it just like chang mean like hit this insane note and it just cut to like suho and schumann being like shocked pikachus in the audience <laughs> um like that's how i always feel when i listen to chang mean sing um and in this particular killing voice like he just like the breath behind and like support like those ad libs last those runs last forever and right when you think it's gonna end it just like waterfalls through like five different notes and then yes. it's over like it's unreal and there's and like which is not you know sounds fantastic through the he whole does thing too. as well like he has great ad libs in it he has like fantastic harmonies there were some parts where I was really really impressed with the way. That like Changmin was like going so wild with these ad libs, and then Yuno was not holding down the melody, but holding down a harmony to the melody under Changmin. And as somebody who has a lower register voice and often has to do like <laughs> the, the melody or harmony, like part. yeah, the boring alto <laughs> part, it can be really hard to maintain that when you have the soprano going nuts in your ear. Mm-hmm. So that was just very impressive to me in general. Um, but there were also so many fantastic moments where like as soon as like, you know, the climax of it is coming and, you know, just like jazz hands. Yes. He was like, he's just like, and she go. It was so good. I loved it so much. Um, I do have like a few notes of like, yes, me too. So let's do it. Okay. Uh, my first one that it just made me laugh so hard because it, they did it a couple of times, but it was really strong in the rising sun <laughs> portion of it. It was like they literally could not help it. They start doing the choreo and not big, yeah. just like with their little shoulders and elbows, like it is mm-hmm. written into their DNA that they yeah. like cannot hear or sing rising sun. They'll just like start moving. Like, it's yeah, they both just them. like perfectly mark <laughs> the entire chorus and like to the like the same level of effort you know yes, what I mean? it's like they're so both funny. only doing it like 30 percent. it's so funny it's so funny um yeah because now they've been doing that for like 20 fucking years so <laughs> it's like physically ingrained in them which is so funny to me uh my first note is about purple line um, okay, because I just like couldn't believe I, I was just so happy to hear that song it's one of my mm-hmm. favorites <laughs> um so I absolutely adore that one um but then in I think it was the very next one Miroyo um oh, yes and that is where my tears began um mm-hmm. because Changmin sounds so stunning just mm-hmm. like so stunning in that and then I think they went straight from Midoyo to tonight. And so the yeah. tears simply continued. Like I stopped doing everything else to drink in the majesty. My notes for this are in all caps. Like uh-huh. I couldn't, <laughs> oh, I like couldn't take it. And I think it's in tonight, but I could be wrong. Wherever you are, scat break, you know, in this uh, killing voice, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> 
Um, what else? Uh, my next note is about keep your head down. So hype. I love it forever. Can't hear it without hearing the happy birthday Changmin at the beginning. Sure. Um, and then we got to love line, um, which okay. I know you also have notes for. Yes. So I had been holding it together for like 21 minutes. I was <laughs> feeling very emotional and I was like cheering and standing up and like Changmin would hit crazy notes and I would just like stand because yeah. I like must just rise awe. for the yes i was i couldn't <laughs> believe it but when love line started and he did when i think about you i think about, I think about how, how just openly weeping like that got yeah. me so bad and then i cried through the rest of it because i was just like oh my god tvxq yeah and that's the comeback where that where was we, the first that's where, our yeah, first one that was the first comeback that we were k-pop fans for and they got us immediately so like every time i hear that song my heart like grows a little and also jumps a little because I use it as my alarm for when I take like a nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> um, so like as soon as it started, I jumped a little because I was like, oh, it's uh, no, we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> like, it's OK. Um, but I always think of my beautiful blonde, you know, um, who only existed mm. in the music video of this song. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just loved, loved this comeback so much. Post military TV XQ is a gift and always yeah. always continues to be so just to not to take away from what you said but i just want to so no correction police come after us i'm pretty sure that they since we had been k-pop fans like i think like something and like that comeback had happened but we were not mm, aware we of or paying attention it. until yeah, Love yeah, yeah, Line. yeah, yeah. Yes. So that was our first comeback that we cared about, but just saying, actually, technically, there had been others. I just want to make sure I'm being correct okay. so I don't get corrected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think also I probably like saw something or Spellbound or whatever whenever those came out and like maybe thought they were older because I knew so sure. little about TVXQ. Um, but yeah, my only other note from Killing Voice before we get to Merotic is that like Promise is so wonderful. I know we just talked about it when we were going through the albums, but like it's to have favorites in this no skip album is very difficult. And this sure. is one of my favorites for sure. Like I, my note for this just says, sing for me, my angels of music. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I feel when I listen to Promise. I'm just like, yes, more. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So like they, in this killing voice, they did save like, the three they saved three songs for the end they did yeah. balloons mm -hmm. which is one of their earliest songs and then they did marotic which and they say at the beginning like i know you were all waiting for this one and maybe yeah. you thought we weren't gonna do it but we're gonna but do it now go. <laughs> um and my note was just like i mean we did an entire episode about it but like no matter how many covers of marotic exist no matter how many groups do marotic or whatever no one can do marotic like they do it. Yeah. My note says, <laughs> literally, why do other people even try? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> because I will watch a marotic cover and I can just sit there so still, so stone-faced, so bored. But if it's TVXQ on the mic... 
cannot keep sitting down. Like, mm-hmm. it is illegal to not move during that song. Um, and they, they like... Of course, because it's like live, they do like kind of, they don't do it like perfectly, you know, the way you remember it. They have a little bit of fun with it. And it's just like so fucking good. Oh, one of these days to be able to see a TVXQ concert would be, I think maybe my cause of death. (laughs) It really does like feel like a bucket list thing at this point. Yeah. Like I, cause their concerts are insane. Like and the they're clips. always in Japan. They're always in Japan, <laughs> but they're also like four hours long and involve like transformer stages and like just to see it just one time. Mm-hmm. I'll never see anything else like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Someday. Someday. Um, Someday. <laughs> so that's like a lot to say and a lot we didn't even say about this killing voice. Like it's truly so good. Please watch it if you have it's 33 minutes. It's so good. It's the perfect amount of time to clean my kitchen. Um, So I now Mm. have a new soundtrack to my least favorite chore in the world. Perfect. So grateful for. Um, Oh, God. My neighbor just started like bumping music. So if you can hear that in the Mm. background, sorry. Um, (laughs) But we're almost done, I suppose. Um, Los Angeles. Yeah. That's really loud. Can you hear that? I'm just hearing like a faint beeping. That sounds like a truck backing up. Oh, now I hear it. I think that beeping's in the music. No, hard to say. No, it's not in the music. There's a lot of shit happening outside right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. Woo! All right. Um, Anyway. Okay, other things. Other things. Um, my only other things are some just to shout out like some of the performances if you need to be able to like have a visual for these. They have started doing music shows, like we said. So far, they've done Inky Gayo and Music Bank. Um, they did Down and Jungle as their B sides. Um, and one of my favorite notes about it is that they absolutely do not even try to do anything for ending fairies. They just mm. stare into the camera as it's finished, <laughs> and I just I love that for them um and then they also did a one the kill po uh performance of rebel so that's kind that's kind of like a studio tomb type of thing if you're not sure what that is it's just like a that yeah, i think in it's a, a box. new yeah a new it's one new. the k version of tomb where they yeah. change outfits like yeah that's they have the, like two part outfits. is that they have two outfits and they do those seamless transitions where they like are suddenly in the other outfit I think that there's also something where because I saw a video of Changmin and Yuno saying like there are two killing points in this choreo like this part and this part and I don't know if they like because because it was a translation I wasn't sure if they were like look out for these in the video or if they voted on them. I think that the fans might have made it may have gotten to choose which was the killing point, but that is the point where the outfit changes in the video. Yes. And it's noted in the like YouTube. It's like time stamped where the parts, the killing parts where they're the ground is foggy and they're in the like, cause they do the like t-shirts and leather pants. And then the Mm -hmm. other ones are the like crazy buckle outfits yeah. And then those are like noted in the timestamp as the like killing part. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. That's the shtick of this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it also, it hasn't happened yet, but I will definitely be taking, making a note to watch it because I know it will be fun, but they will be on Knowing Brothers this week. Fantastic. Um, so I'm definitely going to check that out because, um, they're so funny together. Like we've said this a million times, but they are like very, very different people. Um, they're like, wouldn't. Who wouldn't choose each other, but like have been together years. for 20 yeah. years anyway. And mm-hmm. they just have like a really funny rapport. Um, and Such an odd couple. I love them. Yeah, I just love, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do like, they. it's funny. I love watching interviews where they like talk about the other person because they do have like so much love and respect for the other person and they work really well together, but they like do not hang out if they're not working, <laughs> which I think is just so fun. Cause like they used to have to live together and they've right. like been on top of each other since they were like 15. Yeah. And now they're in their mid thirties and they're like, can you please get out of my face? If I see you for one more second, I'm gonna scream. And by they, I mean Chan Min, and Uno is respectful of that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this was just such a gift, and I'm really glad that we took the time to talk about it because I did not want it to get lost in the end of year shuffle because yeah. it had been five years and we were owed it, and it was beautiful, and it needed its moment in the sun it did it needed its moment in the rising sun and yes uh, (laughs) (laughs) and yeah I've just been I've been listening to nothing but this um since it came out pretty much um and occasionally perfume um (laughs) yes (laughs) because it's always the right time for always the right time for perfume Um, But yeah, if you haven't listened to this already, please do check out all the performances. If you do nothing else, put that killing voice on in the background, especially if you're already a fan. Um, But yeah, just absolutely fantastic content. And even if they don't do another week of music show stages, I'm so happy that we got at least two. Totally. Totally. And with that, we'll be right back with our random game. All right, we are back. And this week, the random number generator chose a girl group that debuted in 2014 called D-Holic. Yeah, D period H-O-L-I-C. So not an alcoholic, a D-Holic, whatever that What means. does the D stand for? I don't Dick. know. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Dickaholic. Um, it's like that group Dickstein. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, they originally debuted with five members under a company called Star Road Entertainment, which I think at the time was called H-Mate Entertainment, because um, okay. that's what all of their... Uh, album Music or all of their releases saying, yeah. are are under, um, but the majority of their like essentially their entire Wikipedia is just explaining all their member changes because I guess they started with five and then like they were active from 2014 to 2017. So like in 2015, somebody left and got replaced. And then in 2016, two people left and someone was replaced. And then in 2017, two other people left and they were replaced. So it was just like a constant cycle of Mm -hmm. uh, changing members. And they ultimately only released one EP, uh, three single albums and then five for like a singles. total of five releases over yeah 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 time. so they they did not have a super extensive discography 
And I tried to like find more information about them on like, you know, K profiles or fan wikis. And all that there was was that like two of them were models before. And like, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. But this we their most popular music video, Chewy, which was their second release, uh, has 5.2 million views. And just from the thumbnail alone i think this is gonna be classic doesn't exist anymore super sexy k-pop so i think so too especially since so many because i also saw that one of the like two of them were models beforehand and then one of them left the group to be a model so i think this was just like a super pretty girl group yeah yeah. So we're going to see what that's all about. And if you want to watch D-Holic Chewy with us, just pull it up and press play when I say go. Three, two, one, go. All right. Okay. Fake Girls. Street playing uh, that. What is that game called? Uh, it's not Double Dutch, but it's where you have the big band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all right. right. Booty shaking. Butts are shaking. We have classic, you know. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> classic 2015 outfits, like the dance sets are matching, but then in the ones where they're just being like cutie girls in the street. Oh my god! So it's all butt pops. It's and butts all butts. Ooms. This is nothing but butts. Uh, nothing but butts. Then they're wearing like very bright, like bright waisted sailor high waisted, yeah, shorts and tops. Big ol' heels. We're just rondejamming and booty shaking. And popping that butt. Those little kiss outfits, I feel like I've seen somebody else wear them. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Yeah. We've got like a horn loop going. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, wow. Plie. That one girl didn't plie at the same time as the others. <laughs> was not well synchronized oh is she a weak link in dancing is she messing all of that up <laughs> I feel like her timing we're like eating things. <gasps> oh wow oh my god they just no. like poured goo all over them just, oh my god oh, she's licking it this is fetish content yeah it is <laughs> oh no this makes me think oh, this is like were these like call girls? Like, did they have to like perform at creepy, gross things? Unfortunately, that is likely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Emphasis was not on synchronicity in the choreography, emphasis was on booty, booty, booties, and nothing else. <laughs> See? That one in the back. She's oh, late. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know what she's doing. Oh, wow. Bathing Little suits. Really? Bathing suits. Yikes. But some of these bathing suits are like skirts. Whoa! Oh, Just my. close up on the crotch circle. STD crotch circles. <laughs> Got a bad case of crotch circles. <laughs> okay, but that little red and white pink two-piece bathing suit is really fucking cute. Yeah, I agree that some of the bathing suits are really, really cute. Yeah, they're adorable. Feels exploitative, yeah, this is... but 
cute for sure this is like so wild to watch because like 10 years ago this was just like normal normal part of k-pop but it like does not exist anymore mm. like nobody yeah. does this nobody does this and i think if people did they would just get like torn apart wow oh Where and now a little parade pool? a little outfit parade a little outfit parade. even tinier shorts. tinier shorts straight up cheeks are we gonna jump in the pool no there's like we're just gonna in zoom in on these bodies as you look hot in your stilettos near the pool. The boys, the boys are, jumping. are jumping. Oh, there they oh, go. there they are. They do jump in. Wow. Unreal. Wow. All right. D holic. D holic. <laughs> All right. Well, that's okay. That. <laughs> that's that. And now it is time for weekly recommendations. Mm, okay, I only have one new thing that I have been that I have actually seen. Um, nope, that's not true. Uh, because I did watch. Do we want to just talk about Mino? Yeah, because that's what I was going to do. Okay, great. so before we, can we just talk about that. Mino, let me but just go say ahead. that I will. I did. I haven't listened to the full album yet, but I have watched Itzy's three new music videos. Their last, their most recent album, Born to Be has a music video for Born to Be, Mr. Vampire, and Untouchable, I think is the third one. I don't love Born to Be, but Mr. Vampire is so goddamn cute, and (laughs) Untouchable makes you feel like such a badass that I really, really, really like them. The choreo for both is super cute, Um, and even though, like, Leah's not in it, they really do a great job as four, Um, and, like, the choreo works super well, and I think that they, like the way they do the line distribution is nice um so yeah i enjoy it it's his newest comeback um rest well leah but the ladies are doing doing your proud holding it down holding it down fantastic okay now let's talk about mino okay so now we gotta talk (laughs) about (laughs) (laughs) um so he gave us an incredible gift right at the beginning of the year um on the 6th he released a single called stay for a night and wowie oh wowie it's so beautiful like it's so good I not that I didn't expect it to like be so good but like I don't know Mino has only released like seven songs ever and some of them are not my favorite but this one is my favorite and I love it it's so beautiful like it's so simple and lovely just kind of like you know, like mellow R and B, like little mm-hmm. guitar loop, um, and then just like beautiful vocals, low vocals, little falsetto vocals, yeah. a little bit of like fast rap singing. Like it's got all of the elements, mm-hmm. and I just absolutely love it. Like I've yeah. been like the past couple of days. If I just like go to the gas station right down the street, or like take went to the post office the other day, which is only a few miles away, so it's only like. A eight minute drive and I listen to stay for a night on a loop the whole time <laughs> like that's just what I'm listening to yeah and I love it so much and I just keep thinking about like if this song had come out 10 years ago when I was in my like deepest deepest throes of new obsession with Mino I wouldn't have survived this <laughs> song like, I feel grateful that I'm, like, 
I've mellowed out in a decade of love that like I can just love this because Enjoy this would have yeah. ruined me. Yeah. Ruined me. Especially <laughs> with like listening to it alone. It's so soft and warm and beautiful. And like my heart gets full just thinking about like how much he's grown in his own confidence <laughs> as a singer. And like I honestly, after he put out Chase, I like didn't expect him to put out anything ever again. Cause like mm-hmm. we've talked about it. Like he's just not like he does so many other things. Like he didn't get into K pop like because he wanted to be an idol. Like he just did it because he was hot. And, like, so I don't ever expect him to put out solo music. But mm-hmm. the fact that, like, if this is a pattern of him just, like, putting out, like, a beautiful, soft little single every Christmas, like, great. I love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but also, like, I'm Home is a song that he would just, like, stand and sing. Stay for a Night has a whole choreo to it. And it's yeah. so goddamn good it's so smooth there's fancy footwork I love that like quick little whole turn and then stop and the like echoing where they do like he and the boys start and then the girls do it as like a response it's so pretty I love it I love it I like the jacket removal I love the mm, jacket mm, mm. and mm, 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 mm. (laughs) and I love the little like quick like foot where he like goes forward so good And I like there's also a part where like he's doing this little like kind of like rock move Mm -hmm. and he goes to the left first and the dancers behind him go to the right first and it kind of just creates this like really nice little wave. But like I was not expecting anything about like I knew there would be a music video and it's a really cute music video and it like actually has some like budget, some CGI, some different sets like it's a real music video. Um, And that's kind of all I expected. But like. He put out a dance practice on the SM Floor channel, which is great. And then today, a suit dance drop. Yes, we got a suit dance. I did think it was funny that like he's wearing little skater shoes so that he can do all the fancy footwork and all of the backup dancers are in like dress shoes. (laughs) (laughs) But otherwise, he looks adorable. He looks so adorable. Um, And yeah, I just like didn't expect to get this much. And like, I don't think he'll do music shows, but I kind of am like, prepared for anything to happen at this point i didn't expect a suit dance do anything yeah yeah yeah. the fact that he put out a dance practice makes me think that maybe we'll get something it's Um, possible but yeah i don't know i don't know but i love it um and i had such a nice mino weekend and like another slight recommendation slash plug is that uh he did do a solo concert this weekend and it was his very first like solo concert like yeah, it that was wasn't not just a fan meet or yeah. a showcase it wasn't fan meet with games and two songs he did like I think 12 songs like he did a whole yeah. concert by himself and I watched it on beyond live and it was so great and I will be recapping it on patreon so if you want to hear all about that that will be up later this week um but it was so good and I was so proud of him and he like really did such a great job like by himself and I just had another one of those moments of like me no look at like you're you fucking did it man mm-hmm. like He's do he did it all by himself and he was so charming and so funny and like he's always been good with the crowd like yeah, at shiny so concerts good with the crowd. but it was just like cool to be like he, charisma it's, it's charm anybody's pants off um but he said in the concert that 
they didn't there wasn't and they didn't intend to do choreo for stay for the night like they just thought it would be like you know a little single and put it out but since he was performing it at the concert he was like i don't want to just stand here and sing i wanted it to be like a full performance so they did choreograph something for it so that was really cool um And yeah, he did so many great stages. Definitely another recommend for, uh, because there are fan cams of it. He did Shiny Retro by himself and absolutely destroyed it. Like, that is his song. Like, after this, I was like, this is your song. Like, it's for you. You can have it. I Um, love that song so much. That's why I always say emotional. Emotional, emotional. Um, and he nailed it. He also opened the concert by playing the goddamn piano. <gasps> I didn't know he could do that. He couldn't. He couldn't he play couldn't. the piano a few weeks ago. Right. But he wanted to open the song with Chase, and Chase opens with a piano. And so he's asked the classical SM, the classical teacher at SM to teach him how to play the opening of Chase on the wow. piano. So he fucking did. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. He's he is just like nothing will stop him. Fueled by competition and spite and like it's all he's he like, has. Oh, I want to do this. There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to. So do funny. That. Like, oh, I don't know how to do that yet. I'll learn. Yes. Like, okay, dude. <laughs> oh, I have to be in the army. I'll jump out of planes. Fine. Okay. Whatever. Fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was so great. So please check out his single because I love it and I love him. And stay tuned if you're a Patreon patron or want to become one uh, for a full concert recap of the Mino concert as if I was there. I did it like I would when we go to concerts. I took meticulous notes and I'll tell you about it. Perfect. Um, but that is it this week. Uh, thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to get in contact with us, we can be found on Instagram at amakpoppod. You can send us emails to amakpoppod at gmail.com. If you want to send us a little text or leave a voicemail, our phone number is 1-81-AMAKPOP5. You can send us mail to P.O. Box 26096, Los Angeles, California, 90026. That Patreon I was just talking about is patreon.com slash pod. Bonus content, video, audio, polls, things to participate in. It's a good time. Uh, you can also head over to Linktree slash pop and find our YouTube and Spotify where we have playlists for episodes. And you can also join the Discord where listeners are talking about fun things all day, every day and making me laugh. And it's a good time and you should join them. <laughs> And those are all the places. And welcome to 2024. Thanks so much for being with us. And we love you and we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. (laughs) 